Good morning and welcome to episode 80, no, 78, 78, nope. Nope. 79. I actually, yep. I said to myself, I just said, it's because last week I went in French. So that threw me off. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So, Soison Dis Neuf. Nice. 79. Brains on. Sunday Conversation Podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors and Pack Leashes. Pack Leashes. Which we still hold. don't have our technically yeah. Pack Leashes deal yet, but hosted by A Tails and Synergy Man 33. Is that your screen that was, name on name? That was that was my first screen name, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh shit. I had one, I had one Eastern synergy in my entire life, and I brought it to practice. This is the second time I ever used it. Remember Jamie Sales? Jamie Sales I do. snapped I do it in fucking Jamie half. Sales. It was a 65 flex, and he flexed it as far as he could and snapped it in half the second time you, I brought it to fucking practice. You didn't even get to really use it. Nope. nope. All right, ready for, ready for my sin bomb story? Yeah. Legendary. So I, it, I was probably a peewee and in roughly call it, I don't know, November-ish, late November, just happened to be in my parents' closet mm. and just happened to find wasn't an, looking for anything. <laughs> an intermediate synergy Madonna curve. So it was like the all silver with the blue was yep. the intermediate. Oh, my God, dude. It was like I reckon, – I reckon it was like self-pleasure. Um, because so I found this thing and I, I'll never fucking forget, dude. My parents went out to dinner one night and I, we, I stayed home like we were home alone. So I must have been at least, you know, whatever, 10, 11. Yeah. I don't know how old you are when you can stay. Out. Samantha was watching me anyway. So um, <laughs> your younger sister. <laughs> so I remember grabbing it out of the room and fucking clap. Sticks. No, no, no. Just stick handling around. And um, dude. I told the youngest, oh my gosh, now which family? There was three boys. They all played for Echo. Um, I think it was the um, Botterins. It's like the, the, I told this little fucking kid that was like, you know, my friend sort of, but he was like, whatever, the younger brother of one of my other friends. I told him, so we're in Newport, yep. okay? at the Newport Christmas tournament. That's yep. every, every year, day after Christmas. So I got my synergy. I was fucking in love. Probably taped it 374 times before <laughs> the next day. So I'm in Newport playing a game. Yep. My mom comes in the locker room, says, give me your stick. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? She's like, did you tell someone about your stick? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That little rap bastard. So this little fucking like six year old sewered me to his fucking mom or whatever. And then next thing you know, so then I had to play that game without my synergy. And then the fucking next game, I think I got it back. I don't know, you know, what yeah. happened, but dude, that, and then there you have it. That was my fucking synergy man 33. 
Synergy Man 33. Jamie Sales broke mine. You got yours. You got ratted on by a little bastard, and then yours got taken away. Is this we were synergy guys, I guess, Ben. I mean, you were. Yeah. Give us a bower. Yeah, I was a bower, fucking... was a bower guy for a long time. Still am. Um okay. Well, that was, you know, just yeah, yeah, that, how that this show goes, you know, yeah. just in I, case I, anybody was wondering. All right, here you go. I'll I'll say it. I snooped and found a Christmas present in my parents' closet. I used to, I was, dude, I used to find was, them every year. Once I figured out I mean, that I could find them, I found them every year until they stopped keeping them in the house. I mean, honestly, it was quite an embarrassing hiding spot. Looking back, I almost like you wonder. It's like, was that put there for me to find? I think is I think parents' closets are the default like location because my my parents had. They had two walk-in, they each had their own walk-in closet, but my dad being the guy that he is obviously had like nothing in his walk-in closet. So that would just become basically excess storage for my mom's stuff. And that's where they would keep all the presents. And it was just like the, the, my mistake, Ben, the mistake that you didn't make was there was one year where I like partially opened some of them. (laughs) So like they were wrapped by the time I found them. Shit. And then so yeah, like, that's... I, you know, I'd like would rip like the corner so I could see what it was. But then like, it was obvious that somebody ripped the fucking corner. And then I think they started keeping them out of the house after that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but I think all kids do that. No. I mean, come on. That's just, it's inevitable. You know, I'm just going to give my kids cash. So they don't even fucking go looking for anything. Here's a hundred bucks. Go knock yourself yeah. out until they find your safe. Oh, look yeah, how much good dad's luck. got in this. <laughs> good luck. My safe is digital, baby. Um, speaking of Christmas presents, my grandfather used to, this is so ridiculously off topic. My grandfather used to do, he would take me, my sister, and our two cousins before Corey was born and, and we had other cousins. Uh, he would take us out on a shopping spree every year, like a week after Christmas. And he, it was so ridiculous. I was so like clearly his favorite. He would give them like a 50 or $100 limit each. And like one year I bought an Xbox, which at the time was probably like 350 bucks. I was like, hey, grandpa, I really want this. And it was like Xbox, extra controller, a couple games. And like my sister got like $50 shopping spree at limited two or something. Oh, geez. That's, hey, hey, you obviously you struck a chord with them. You know, I don't know what to say. I just hope I've made them proud, you know? Yep. (laughs) Thanks for the thousands of cases of beer that we took out of your store without yeah. telling you late at night we'll repay you no it wasn't thousands it was probably a handful Hundreds. of dozens <laughs> <laughs> oh lord i hope he he's probably listen to this he's probably he's probably like he's got this little notebook and he's probably been keeping track the like, whole time he's got this like miscellaneous page he's like gee i just I think I think my either the distributor or, or somebody somebody shortened me. <laughs> you know what the thing? He's so ridiculous. Though the last time I was there, the last time I stopped by the store, okay. I asked. Are him, you trying to justify stealing from your? No, of course not. No, of course not. But kind of, yeah. So I was going to John's house for a little while before I came home, and I and I so I was like, hey, can I grab a four pack of high noon? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. And so I'm like looking in the cooler, and he's like. You just want a whole case? Just take a whole case. I'm like, I don't need a whole case. He's like, just take the whole case. It's like 40 bucks. Just take it. And I was like, okay. And so he just gave me an entire fucking case of high noon. And I was like, 
thanks grandpa you know i'll catch you later it's like yeah sure sure no problem no problem but uh, high noon or they're 40 bucks i've never bought high noon 40 it's like 40 for well it's wholesale for a case a wholesale case price i think is 45 dollars. wait what's it what meaning a case like a like four boxes in a pallet six four packs yeah yeah. well yeah sorry i was in the liquor biz for for a short time people forget that people do forget that by the way i'm sorry to the listeners if there's any background noise it is fucking gorgeous outside and i and air conditioners are off windows are open it's like 71 degrees oh, no humidity. i'm so happy for you and you want to know what else i'm so happy about actually i don't even want to air that so um okay anyway so uh, no, i don't want to know what you're so happy about i'll tell you later okay don't forget though because we do this a lot and then we forget um so aaron i got some i got some fence talk okay so i came out of retirement this week hey how how was your week great how was yours (laughs) it's good bro (laughs) um so i don't know if i had told you but earlier in the summer i had i had i had told the guy that i i help out here that he's like, I have a deadline job. I need a job done September 1st and it has to be done by the 5th. Okay. So I was like, yep, yep, I'll do it, whatever. And then I did his fence job. I finished it like, I don't know, June 28th, a couple days before my birthday. Hmm. Hadn't heard from him since till this past Monday. Wait, did he pay you at least? Well, no, 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 no. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Paid me for the fence oh, job okay. I did for him. But like, meaning, he's like, I need you to do a job for me. But there's oh, no, there okay. was no correspondence all gotcha. summer. Okay. So I, which, you know, assuming is just making an ass out of you and me, right? Yes. Um, so they say. I assumed nothing. I just was like, okay, I'm not doing that fence job. Like, yep. was looking at, uh, you know, whatever we got. We got some plans, all that, looking at different weekends. Oh, we can, I could, whatever, just happen to not do it this, or, or not plan anything for, for this past Labor Day weekend. So calls me up. He's like, this was last week, I think like Tuesday. He's like, hey, just, you know, I wanted to, you know, touch base. We got that job starting next Monday or, or next Wednesday. Or, are you ready to go? And I'm like, I, I legitimately, I said, no, but <laughs> I, I guess I can. Like, I guess so. I'll yeah. figure it out. So he was like, cool, cool. He's got a fucking million things going on. Like, um, oh, there's a lesson in, you know, overhead and, and yeah. keeping shit, you know, yep. simple. Um, Stupid. So basically, just like know nothing about the job just this is what it is we'll get the material i asked him if we had the wire he's like oh no not yet i can get that so got that fucking um so get it all like whatever set up i'm starting on wednesday meaning two days ago oh i'm sorry three days ago it's now it's saturday morning Mm -hmm. um so wednesday morning i'm i'm at his shop at at 6 30 told me to be there at seven just you know, I was ready to fucking work. You know, you're not me. a half hour early or five or, minutes it, late. Right, right. Just get to the job. 
The beautiful part about the job is they got one of those like walk behind skid steers. So they're yeah. digging it for me. Oh, so wow. I was getting, so to backtrack and, and you understand like, you know, time value of money and, mm -hmm. and, you know, time. Originally I was supposed to be getting like a night, like nice chunk of change to do a job for, you know, it was supposed to be like 165 feet. Okay. Two days before the job, he tells me, oh, the guy shortened the job. So it's like 127 feet now. Mm -hmm. So the price of the job went drastically down. Like, I just, I'm just checking to see if you're still good with it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good with it. If it's just relative to what yeah, if it's, if it, it, it was sure. before, right. if it's the same thing. It's less work, obviously less stress on my part. Um, whatever. Wednesday morning, get there. I'm an efficiency guy. I'm, you know that. I'm trying to fence. I'm trying to be done with shit, you know, and fucking out of there. Wednesday morning, they come with a walk behind skid steer. We fucking have every hole dug. There's like 13 holes. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, before that, we laid the whole job out without the homeowner. Mm -hmm. So this has all been the guy I'm doing the job for corresponding with the homeowner. And essentially they're like, it's all just via text message. Yeah. So the, the guy I'm doing the job for and I, we were at the job at, you know, whatever, eight, eight o'clock and setting it up, laying it out. I'm like, is this good? This is, yep. 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 Everything's good. So meaning I'm just the fucking, what's that? The, uh, I'm just the, the, the messenger. I'm just, or, or whatever the fencer. Yeah. I'm not the messenger. I'm not anything. I'm just doing what I'm told. Um, guy I'm doing the job for one of his guys and I beauty. We have the whole job done by fucking 10, 15. Oh, wow. like, okay. Jobs dug We're I'm, I'm like fucking, I was like fired up. I'm like, Ryan, I'm pumped. Like, this is weird. This is great. So now me, boom, eat a sandwich, start fucking fencing, mm -hmm. which the setup day of fencing is the most annoying one, like figuring out the foot, you know, whatever, like figuring out the system, getting the system down. So I got now it's 1.30 ish. I've been working for however many hours. I got two sections of fence in of the eight that I need to put in really mm -hmm. like still waiting for the homeowner to tell me where like another part of the fence is going. Cause he still hasn't been there. Yeah. Gets there, gets on the phone with his wife for over an hour. She, they're trying to FaceTime. There's no service. Is this good? Is this bad? I'm just fucking standing there like fucking pissed off. Every hole that we dug gets filled in. And it's everything's in the wrong spot. No way. Everything, everything oh I was told. Oh, yeah, there's a gate going on the left side of the house, gate going on the right side of the house. No gate on the left side of the house, the gates in the backyard. Oh. Um, right side of the house, gates, it, it, you know, same thing. Fence line can't be where it is. I, I'm just like demoralized, mm. demoralized because mm. now I'm breaking down. I mean, call it what it is. You know, some people would probably be thrilled with this, but it was 2,700 bucks, which mm. is what I was getting to install a fence 
that was a deadline job, meaning they need it done in fucking three days. So I'm on track to have this done by Friday morning. And I just, it's now 3.30, Wednesday's a wash. So I did like my, my calculations and I'm like fucking livid. I basically like in my mind, I lost a thousand bucks Wednesday because it was just nothing. um, So then Wednesday, the guy, I'm like, dude, everything is fucking wrong. Like everything is wrong. I just filled in all the holes and he's like, okay, I'll get the thing back over there, you know, to dig it again. So I'm, I'm sitting around there fucking three, three 30, get a text. Hey, uh, not going to make it. I think we should just start in the morning. Okay. Thursday morning, get there, fucking have everything dug by fucking nine 45 this time. Yep. Okay. Call in the fucking bullpen, bring my girlfriend. We have, uh, she gets there at noon fence is all completely up by 5 30 yeah yesterday friday i get there eight o'clock by myself done at four with the whole fucking job so there you have it two days like meaning i at that point i was like i went into sicko mode fucking and was like i was like just basically like I was like, I'm getting this job done in two days to prove a point that I shouldn't even be here today. Like, so I was, I had a few days of very like upset, like why am I working type of mentality? Yeah, because, I know you texted uh, me. <laughs> the, the text you sent me on Wednesday was basically like, a, hey, crypto's flying this week. I'm making so much money that why the fuck am I even wasting my time with this? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that, and that, it, it just like reiterates because like, here I am just like be, I was being such like a, I guess, bitch about it, but on the flip side, it's like, you know, that's why there's businesses that make money and businesses that don't make money because there's yeah. a way to fucking do it. And it's like, well, and Ben, having to rely on other people too is such a pain in the ass. And like, obviously in your case, like you're not, re- I mean, you were relying on people to help you, but also like. Well, and, and see the thing was, Aaron, let me, let me break this down. The reason I accepted the job was because he said he would dig it for me with the ditch witch. Right. So to me, now I'm working in my head. Okay. I will do this job. It is worth it to me. It, because they're going to help me dig it. Right. So that meant in my mind, I'm going to be even done faster. I'm not wasting my like energy. I mean, to dig obviously holes by hand is, is built. You ain't kidding. Um, and, uh, so like, to me, like the whole scenario of it was like the reason it was like, um, it was like, a that I would even do it. Like yeah. if had he been like, this is what you're getting, but you got to dig the whole thing and do it. I probably wouldn't have wanted to do the job. Yeah. So it just like sucks when you're basing your number from an efficiency standpoint, yeah. like the faster, I, you know, you should never like rush, but you know, the quicker I get this done, sure. the more, you know, the more you're making more time, you know, you have for yourself. Right. So, um, so the lesson is, if you know your worth, 
fucking get it before you even start. So no doubt, no doubt, Benny. I mean, I had a, I had a situation. The reason why I bring up relying on other people is because, like, the problem with relying on other people is they let you down. Like, I uh, and I, and my job is weird because, like, I'm autonomous in the sense that I'm out by myself, you know, doing my sales calls most of the time, like ninety five percent of the time, doing my sales calls and shit. But on the back end, there are people I have to rely on to do their part for my job to work smoothly. So for instance, uh, one of my, my, my biggest account has been buying uh, barrels of whiskey. Like you guys at loyalty liquors, like it seems like every other week we're shipping them a barrel of whiskey, which is like for anybody at home, like that's big, it's big fucking money when someone buys a barrel of whiskey, like, you know, not crazy big money. Well, like between at least 10 and 17 G's, I sent them two barrels two weeks ago was 20 grand. And like, I didn't do, and I did nothing. Like, so what were, what were the barrels? If you don't mind me, asking? he bought, he got a four roses barrel and he got a taconic distillers barrel, which is in, Oh, actually I have one for you. And which is in New York. And then this week we were supposed to ship him a Rossville union uh, barrel. Which I know, you guys I used know, to, yeah, I know. MGP. Yeah, I um, so but anyways, we, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we did a four roses barrel pick too. Oh yeah. They don't, they yeah. don't let many people do barrels. So, I mean, if you can get your hands on a, on a private barrel pick a four roses, single barrel, scoop up a bottle. Cause it's good shit. But, um, so he, thankfully for me, just basically communicates with our spirits manager when it comes to the barrel picks and stuff, which is nice. It's just less legwork for me to do when I get the commission on it. So I get an email from my spirits manager. I get a text from him on Thursday at like 2.30. And he's like, hey, I'm going to CC you on an email with Nick right now. You know, we're shipping him a Rossville Union barrel tomorrow. Just wanted to give you a heads up. I'm like, great. So he sends the email. Hey, you know, to all the people involved internally at the company that need to be involved in it. Hey, can we ship 17 and a half cases of item number, blah, 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 to yield wine in, in Wallingford, account number, whatever. And so I'm like, great, like, that's easy. 7,800 bucks. There you go. Cha-ching. That's, you know, whatever, 250 bucks in my pocket. And then Friday morning, I wake up and I always have an idea of what I've shipped from the day before, like what the dollar number is. And I'm looking at the invoices and I'm like, this isn't right. Something's not right here. And so I start going through them all and I see the barrel didn't ship. So I send an email. I, I replied to the same email. I said, did this not get shipped yesterday? Or did this not get shipped today like it was supposed to? And one of the warehouse managers was like, nope, the order never came through, which means the guy who was supposed to put the order through, he's on vacation next week. He didn't do it. Now it's not going to ship for a whole fucking week. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, these people, it's just money coming out of my pocket because someone didn't do their job. So I totally right. get when you have to rely on other people to do your fucking work. You know, it just sucks. I hate having to rely on other people. Yeah, man, it is. It is truly amazing. Like, you know, I feel like some of my favorite like operations are like, you know, like an electrician, like in a, a master electrician that just oh, runs yeah. his own outfit, you yeah. know, just himself, like got his truck, like something that like you can do that is like completely you know, cause I, cause I understand the whole point of like, you know, building a business. It's like, you're getting more hands and, you know, What's getting more hands, many dirty, hands make, make light work, I believe. Right. Oh, but I was more, I was more saying in, in terms, in terms of like thinking 
like you know we are talking about like america and like how you know capitalistic we are the other day meaning you and i i don't mm. that wasn't on the pod right that was just that was I you and i so. texting yeah. and um there's like no better time to like almost see it in real time like what happens when you almost get like greedy and like trying to mm. build something and now we live in a time where you can't get anybody to work for you yeah. So what happens when you had an entire company built around, you know, needing other people, right. you know, to make, you know, and then what's the other like first thing that comes with money in America? It's like, oh, you get a company and, you know, oh, I got a, a business and, you know, you're making good money in a sense, but, you know, you also have a shitload of bills and then it's like, what do you do? Go out, buy a boat, you know, you go, more money, more problems. Buy a, you know, go buy a big, you know, a, whatever, a house. And then next thing you know, you're, you're using your company's dime to foot yourself. Yep. And then, you know, you, you kind of lose track of, of the company and it's like, oh, then a, a pandemic, you know, pops out sure. or happens and, Oh, this guy's no longer working. This guy is taking another job. This, and, and it's like, just, you know, you're, you're seeing it like happen. And that's why, you know, big, these big, huge tech companies are just gobbling businesses up. And it's like, it's a slippery slope, it's man. A, it is a very slippery slope. If you, if you get, you know, ahead of yourself, it's, it's a cash reserves. Nobody, not enough people. And I think it's a lack of experience because you, you kind of have to go through it to be, to prepare for it. But I don't think enough people prepare for the what if situations, you know, I, whether that's personal finance or, you know, corporate business finances, whatever, but like, obviously a global pandemic is the far extreme of the what if scenario. But like, I think even with personal finance, I think there's too many people out there who don't think, you know, what if, uh, you know, what if my dog gets really sick? What if my transmission goes on my car? What if, you know, uh, you know, whatever uh, the, the millions of things that get, what if I get really Mur sick? Mur Murphy's law, anything that can go wrong, right. will go wrong. And so like in reality, like as when it, when it comes to personal finance, anyways, you have to ask yourself, like, what is the most I can afford if an emergency comes up? Like if something comes up, that like I can't finance or put on a credit card or whatever, what's the most I can afford to happen? And I bet you there's a, like a substantial amount of people out there that are like, it's really not that much. I think there was at one point, it was like something like 70% of Americans don't even have a thousand dollars saved. Um, I don't yeah, know. Well, I, don't know I mean, what's, well, the bigger stat is 10% uh, of families in the world own 99.999% of the wealth. Um, so yeah, I reckon 70% of people don't have jack shit. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, 69% uh, of adult Americans have less than a thousand dollars in a savings account. The average household savings what, in America like the, are, are 17,000. What do they consider an adult? Just 18 and over? Probably. Which is, which does make it kind of disingenuous because you've got, you know, younger kids are not necessarily as good with money. 73% uh, of millennials are saving money. That's good. The median balance of retirement accounts is 65 G's. The U S has a retirement savings deficit of $4.3 trillion. 
black households have $29,200 saved up for retirement. Um, anyways, just some interesting uh, savings statistics. 38.1% of American families have savings for liquidity purposes. Huh. This is, um, this is terrifying. Almost 75% of Americans keep their savings in physical banks. I mean, I, yeah, whatever. I get it. That's well, there you, hey, process. no shit. Th- in losing money, banks, keeping your money in a bank. Th- that is, uh, it's, uh, 5%, Ben. That's what we said. You got to get 5% back on your money. Minimum. At least minimum. Um, do you want to talk about, damn, the- dude? What? Yeah, let's talk about. Oh, I'd like to talk about New York City being a uh, day after tomorrow. Uh, we could talk about. Okay. Um, All right. Well, we, we are going to have about- to talk about the 500 pound elephant in the room, which is the new Texas abortion law after we just yep. talked about Texas, whatever it was, a week or two ago. Why don't we save that for after? Yeah, Ben, it was a storm of historic proportions. All right, here's the irony of New England. And you know, you used to, you know, you used to live here. You're from here. It's in your blood. I'm a New, you understand I'm a, I'm a New Englander. It. You're a New Englander. There's no doubt about it. Uh, two weekends ago, it is Hurricane Henri's coming through on Sunday. It's pandemonium. All the liquor Wait, stores. Hurricane Thierry Henry? Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. I used to love Thierry Henry. Um it threw me way the fuck off now uh but you know how it is here sometimes when there's a big like a predicted big storm coming through and that's everybody goes to the grocery stores the liquor stores everything is you know all the shelves are empty milk bread bread eggs everything's gone blah blah blah. oh you know you think my dad you think my dad wasn't at all the fucking stocking up which is so funny because if anybody knows your dad there's there's your house is literally an Armageddon bunker <laughs> as an aside I remember when when you were driving the Mercedes when you guys first got that Mercedes and he's like loading the trunk with like two yep. gallons yeah. of water and like yeah. four blankets and all this shit and you're going through and you're like this is fucking ridiculous you're like taking shit out. it's like there's five axes in here it's like what oh, do we need man, five Aaron, axes for Aaron speaking of the other day I passed I I passed an old like 420 sel yeah. like here in jackson he was some old timer probably bought it new and beautiful. i was like fuck man that car was unbelievable it really was right um, um but so right, so on. that's so that's how it was you know pandemonium everyone's freaking out and like to the point where i woke up that sunday because it was supposed to be a storm all day on sunday and like i was looking forward to it. i was like shitty weather out you know like my apartment's clean. I got food. I got all this stuff. Fuck it. I'm just not going to go anywhere or do anything. And I wake up Sunday morning and there's nothing going on. Like the storms, there's literally nothing going on. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to get a coffee. There's four coffee shops within half a mile of my apartment. Every single one of them was closed. Everything was closed all day. So whatever, you know, it's not that big a deal. Stay in. This past Wait, week. Like, like closed because staff shortage or closed? No, because, because of the storm. The Everything in New Haven was closed because of the storm. At one point, I just took a look on Uber Eats just to see like what was open. Not a single restaurant open on Uber Eats. Not one single restaurant. Not even fucking McDonald's, which is usually on there. Not one. No shit. Um, was the grocery store open? Yeah, I'm sure the grocery okay. stores were open. But there was, but like the point being is that like, it never got bad. Like it was supposed to get bad and never got bad. Storm missed us or whatever. Fast forward to this past week, whatever night it was, I think it was Tuesday. And 
Hurricane Ida, that remnants of Hurricane Ida roll through. New Haven got like five and a half inches of rain in four hours. Like it was like, like absurd amounts of fucking water. And nobody's freaking out this time. And like, I, you know, I was talking to people the next day, multiple accounts of mine, their basements flooded and all that shit. I mean, I've seen some pictures. This is some, some definitely some damage some places. All the lakes and rivers are brown right now. Uh, but with a hurricane, you know, it brings beautiful weather right after. And it is fucking gorgeous out. That's unreal. Um, but New York, New but, Jersey, yeah, they were fucked. They got I, fucked up. I was more just thinking, like, <clears throat> that, like, once once you kind of, like, see, like, what flooding kind of does, like, my house flooded enough, you know, when yeah. we were younger to know, like, it, it, it's not fun to deal with. That would probably be my sure. least favorite um it's just it's a fucking nightmare and then to see all those like you know all the videos of just like you know at one point there's this video of like everybody like knows new york city that just the trash is just on the sidewalk sure yep everywhere disgusting it's disgusting well yeah it's it's even grosser when the trash is floating down the fucking washing out into the street and you're just like thinking about like okay well that's just festering it's like what happens when you put a fucking whatever an orange or a a lemon in in a glass of water it 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 makes the water taste like fucking lemon well what happens when you throw uh, you know 10 10 million people's trash in the fucking you know (laughs) i'm just like every part of me cannot stand new york city like every single part and that just like goes to show even more why i don't care for that place i mean it's great to visit but but like i could only imagine having a a basement apartment in new york city as the floods coming through it's like just write everything off and then how do you even go about like you know getting your life back on track like you know it's like Dude, it takes yeah, a special it. breed of person to, to make it in New York. I love I love New York, and I like I've had a lot of, a lot of great times in New York. But I'm with you. I could never fucking live there. And I think the the trash on the streets. It's like there's so many weird things about New York that are just like socially accepted there that nobody talks about or cares about. It's like, dude, do you guys not even like think about it when you walk by and there's just a giant pile of trash on the sidewalk in every fucking spot outside and, of and every for, building? And for being such a blue city, yeah, like it's kind of amazing that 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 goes down you know you'd think sure it's like here teton county dude there's you know wait till you get out here and see these um recycling stations you know there's like you know a half a mile from my house there's this uh, the fairgrounds Mm. okay and it's got seven recycling containers cardboard you know every single thing you know like you got to put your recycling in and then another half mile down the street in the albertson's parking lot there's one there it's just everywhere like you know it's like everyone's so fucking concerned with trash 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 i'm like all right fuckheads do you know that we're actually selling this trash for you know another country to just dump in the ocean but um that's a story for another day too well but uh yeah it's true it's, it's like, totally true. That is and, an export. We export trash to China so that they can dump it in the, the ocean. And then, it, and then do all the shit and then they we do with bitch it. about, you know, 
the same people that are selling trash to China are trying to convince the population that, you know, there's fucking global warming. Well, gee, I wonder what happens if we just, you know, put the great Pacific garbage patch in the ocean and, and let it just fester. It's like, I'm sure it's great, you know, it's, but that's it, cool. That's people, cool. People like, uh, great Pacific Pacific. I want to see how big it is now. Um, 1.6 million square kilometers. <laughs> That's trash. That is trash. 1.6 million. An area twice the size of Texas or three times the size of France of garbage in the ocean. Just twisting around. It is. There there are more companies right now. Jesus Christ. That's ridiculous. That are like that. um, What's the company my aunt likes? Four Ocean. Okay. They're, uh, They're like a brand specifically built on taking trash out of the ocean and then they make these like pre- the plastic beaded bracelets yep, or whatever yep, sure um uh, but i'm just more thinking like you know you're seeing clothing companies like oh this was made from i'm for uh, made for a watch for it. yeah but it's either way bucks. it's like but you know no one talks about that but you know yet someone's gonna bitch about it's just it's 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 amazing well, you it's and just, i have talked you and i have talked about it I, it's it's we're at the point where people like arguing so much, but the reality of the situation is everything humans do is bad for the environment, Every, everything, you know, between, you know, cause obviously the old, the, the discussion between veganism and a carnivore diet is that, you know, it, forget, forget the health benefits, but that, you know, meat is so much worse for the environment than, than agriculture. When in reality, like large school, large scale agriculture is go just ahead, as bad ahead, for the Aaron, environment. Say it. I know, I know you want to say, it. bring up the almond milk. Okay. No, I don't want to talk about the almonds, but it does take you know 1.1 hard- gallons of water to grow a single fucking almond. That's ridiculous. <sighs> California grows 82% of the world's almonds. Nobody should eat almonds. Anyways, uh, the, but the, the bigger point being is that like, you know, the electric cars versus gas cars. Yeah, gas cars, fossil fuels, bad for the environment. But you and I have talked about it. Electric cars, lithium ion batteries, lithium, lithium mining is terrible for the environment and lithium batteries are non-renewable and have to be replaced every 10 years and, those, and every 10 years are just gonna end up in a fucking landfill so no matter what we're fucking everything up regardless of what we're doing on top of that um oil is the blood of the earth it's regenerative but mm. what what was what was convinced of us as as humans there's a, a finite amount fuel it's finite <laughs> going right back to every argument you know it's like say one thing to 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 um to to like strike the fear of scarcity you know just like you know you're talking about almonds in california it's like california is on fire they have water bans you're not really allowed to drink water in california but do you think there's i bet you if you were going to do a satellite imagery of the almond farms in california they're all doing great the fucking almonds are healthy getting their gallon and a half per fucking almond. Yep. It's just like those sons of bitches. <laughs> you know, it's just it's all it's all fucking almonds. As, as they say, the irony. Um yeah, and that, like that's and that's my bigger point is and it's it's kind of a, a nihilist or nihilist, however you want to pronounce it, way of looking at things that no matter what, we're fucked is basically the way to look at it because you have so much optimism on one side and not the other side. And then people argue and they go back and forth with each other. The reality of it is, and we've talked about it, 
unless we figure out some alternative, we're fucked. Uh, the 90% of the human population will be wiped off the face of the earth and the 10% will be left to start over. It's happened in the earth's history in the past. It's happened in human history in the past. It's just the inevitable cyclical nature of the planet. And it hopefully won't happen in our lifetime, but uh, that's don't definitely be surprised a track if run. It does. But don't be surprised as, if hey, it does. Hey, as Smalls says, when Benny the Jet's about to steal home at Dodger Stadium, don't be surprised if you see some fireworks. <laughs> I don't know. I remember that. That's incredible. Because that's uh, my favorite movie of all time. It's a great, it's a great, great, great flick. Um, you know what's funny? I, I have to tell one more aside before we get into abortion talk. My grandfather one time, I see. So my grandfather growing up was a Brooklyn Dodgers fan, right? And then obviously they moved to uh, LA and he became a, he came a, a Red Sox fan. Growing up, he was a Dodgers fan. I swear he saw the Sandlot one time and stole this story from it and like thinks he can pass it off. So he was telling me a story one time that when he was a kid, he was sick in the hospital and uh, his teacher wrote uh, his teacher in his class wrote a letter to the Brooklyn Dodgers, like saying that he was like in the hospital. And so the entire team signed a ball and sent it to him. And like Jackie Robinson was playing for the Brooklyn Dodgers at the time. And like all these fucking big names in baseball history. And then he said that my dad growing up played with the ball and lost it. And like my dad swears it never happened. My grandfather swears it did happen. And I like in my head, I'm like, did you just watch that the Sandlot one awfully, night and just fucking that steal awful, that story? An awful lot like the plot of the Sandlot, Gramps. But uh. <laughs> like, dude, like grandpa, what do you think? That's some obscure cult classic that nobody's ever seen. Like, of course I seen the fucking of course I seen Sandlot, dude. Movie came out when I was a kid, man. Baby Ruth. Yeah, I, and then I say to him, hey, was, uh, who was your boy back then? Benny the Jet? Like, you can fucking tell me that too, Grandpa? Anyways. Yeah, Jesus. He swears, well, hey. uh, he swears it happened. And my dad's like, I don't think so. I don't remember that at all. Hmm. Well, all right. everybody knows it's probably in your neighbor's yard in that, you know, the dog has it. Probably, a, uh, English, the probably an English Mastiff uh, yeah, watching and, it. And, um, oh, shit, what a what a fucking flick! Great, great I'm like, flick. To, I'm... oh Jesus! Um, okay, nothing. I'm just pulling up the, right. the, the nitty gritty yes. on this on this abortion law. Okay, the All reason right. the reason we have to talk about this, Ben, is not necessarily that that I think either of us are um, you know super super opinionated one way or the other, but I think uh, you, you got to be fucking kidding me this is why newspapers are dying because you can't just pull up an article online without them trying to get you to fucking sign up for a newspaper subscribe but rate review I, um, I have a feeling business insider is owned by facebook because every time i try to read a probably. business insider it's it just they always have the articles that i want to read too oh it's like oh you, you need to you need to pay 7.99 a month and i'm like you need to go fuck yourself all right. Uh, all right. So, the, but the reason we have to bring it up is because we have vehemently uh, talked about uh, how, you know, we don't want to get vaccinated because it's our body and our choice not to. And even though we don't feel it's necessary, we don't think anybody should have any say over, uh, you know, what we do with our bodies. And this is, you know, more or less the same, the same uh, discussion um, for women. 
you know, just a totally different sense because it involves raising a kid. So unless you've been living under a rock or haven't been on Instagram in the last week, Texas passed a, an abortion law where if you uh, have an abortion after six weeks, it's illegal and punishable by, uh, is it punishable by jail time or a fine? Um, do, 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 do. Uh, I mean, I'll have to go through this. But on top of that, it has a $10,000 bounty program that goes along with it where a neighbor or a friend or whomever can call the government and say, hey, such and such had an abortion after six weeks, and that person will get a $10,000 bounty, which is pretty fucking ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's you know, Nazi Germany right there ratting on your Jewish neighbors. Um, wow. I mean, go ahead. I obviously just looked into it briefly, like when, when you had told me, but it, I didn't really get the, uh, I didn't really realize that part of it, like the, uh, the tattletale um, yep. bounty. Cause it's for some reason, I thought that it said it was a $10,000. I misread that. And I thought it was like, that was the fine. No, but no, man. so you're getting paid to to rat your, your your people out, and oh man. So did you see that? I think Wyoming is now. Yeah, talking well, I, about it. I saw, and, I, and, I, and the only thing I had saw was that my, I had seen somebody post that. It was like, uh, the five of the nine lawmakers were women, which is so, crazy. Yeah, that like meaning five of the votes came from women. Yeah, um, which would have given them an, which would have given them a more majority had they voted, you know, together, but they didn't. And now, nah, I, I mean, it's listen, it's it's scary on a couple levels because, you know, for the longest time we we're talking about Texas being this like bastion of freedom where you know the, there's no mass mandates, you know, the vac there's no vaccine mandates, you know, it was basically a self choice state, and then. You know, here we are a couple of weeks later and, you know, based on, I mean, let's call it what it is. Abortion is an issue of, you know, for, for people that are typically anti and not always, but a lot of it comes from, you know, religious teachings and shit like that. And then there's obviously the factor of, you know, you're taking a life every time there's an abortion, which, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible thing, but I, you know, as somebody who was in a relationship that had an abortion, you know, uh, like, I think back on that and like I was 20 years old and what could have, what life could I have given a child had I had a child at 20 years old, you know, that kid would be 12 right now. And like, you know, my life obviously would have been not nearly as successful or fun or any of that shit, but what life could I have provided? I would have been working some dead end job just to put food on the table and it would have been, you know, potentially living on welfare or whatever. And I can guarantee you myself and the girl that, that I was dating at the time would not have stayed together. And so like, you know, I, I don't think it would have been the best life. The scary part about the abortion law though, too, is that in Texas is that it's after six weeks, like six weeks is, you know, and all that you see it everywhere. is like, you know, that's about how much time it takes for a girl to even realize that like, she may be pregnant, let alone is pregnant. Um, so I, I just think it sets a, a really, really bad precedent that, you know, people don't have the freedom to choose what they do with their body. 
And it's just, it's just uh, disconcerting to see a state like Texas put something like this in place. Not that it's the most progressive state in terms of liberal politics, but like at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy law to see get passed. And then the Supreme court basically not step in and do, do anything about it. Um, But, you know, we, we have to bring it up because we, fuck, this is not what I was looking for. Um, because, you know, two weeks ago, I, you know, I was talking about how it's my body and I don't want to put, uh, um, a vaccine in it. And, you know, if I should have that choice and a woman should absolutely have her choice to, um, decide what she does with. Yeah. Well, and then, and then it's like on the flip side, it's like, you wonder how long that you'll have that choice, you know, obviously it's like, and that goes back to, we were talking about the amount. Well, I had texted you. I was like, the amount of, like, things that we are required to do as, like, U.S. citizens to, like, for us to be considered a free country is, like, laughable. Yeah. Like. Totally. Laughable. Totally. I mean, you, you, the... (laughs) freedom is such a weird thing like we it's american propaganda right in the sense of like you know it's it's you know you live in america it's the freest country in the world freedom red white and blue bald eagles blah blah blah, it's shoved down your down your throat but then when you really like davidson motorcycles yeah nascar budweiser this is the famous budweiser beer you know and we just are indoctrinated that america is the freest country in the world and then like but that's not the fucking case at all. Like you got to pay your taxes. If you don't pay your cut, the government's coming for you. If you really don't pay your cut, you're going to jail. Like if you, if you, there's just a million examples of where our freedoms really, really end. And the scarier part is there's more and more of them being taken away every day. And this is another one, you know, regardless of what your feelings are on abortion in its, in its own right. Like at the end of the day, it People just should leads have the back right to choose to the underlying fucking issue of America being in an argument. It's just yep. one more thing that we can argue about because we love arguing. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's and you're right, and like there's a, you know, it's. You, I've conquer. seen it. I've seen it all week. You know, and I I texted this to you, and the reason I we brought this up is because, you know, I I just you know wanted to say my piece that you know I absolutely agree that a woman should have a choice what she does with her body, because that's what I want for myself and my own body. And I do think it's disingenuous of me to stand on one side and not say anything about the other, but I did say this to you, Ben. And, you know, it's, it's ironic that two weeks ago, the same women that were on Instagram saying everybody needs to get vaccinated. Only fucking idiots aren't vaccinated. Why haven't you gotten vaccinated yet? Are now sitting here screaming about how they don't have a choice for their body. It's just like the irony isn't lost in me and really makes me think we're living in the the Truman show or a simulation because it's like, hey, look at we can get one side of the population to be so pro vaccine and pro vaccine mandates pro vaccine passports and everybody should do it. And then two weeks later, they're arguing against what they were just arguing for. Look at how stupid these people are, you know, like it just that's the right. They, They give you a similar scenario. Yep. Both have the same, like, um, uh, would it be like ideologies? Like both have the same, like 
So here we're at gonna, their, at their gonna core, it's the same principle. Right, right. We're gonna give you this to bitch about. Yep. Let's see you take a side. Yep. We're gonna give you the same exact thing. Yep. Now you're gonna take the other side. Yep. It's just like it's like it's like well, the second period of a hockey well game, be, you know? You just we might flip as well sides. be the fucking United States of contradiction. Yeah. Um, like the USC. That's I think we should change our name. Like it, it, it just it's laughable. And that's what and then I think the, the bigger thing is like, you know, there are people who are awake to this stuff. And, you know, now woke is becoming like this new overused word, yeah. but it's like, unfortunately, fortunately, it's, it's like, wait a second. Cause all it takes is like, you know, for, you know, for example, us to say this, break it down in a little bit, you know, different manner one person mm. needs to hear it and they're like you don't necessarily have to change your point of view or or anything but at least you can just be like hang on a second wait like you know wait 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 and then when you have that moment it's like a a very interesting moment because then mm. you're like well hold on a second let's backtrack 29 years you know or or how whenever it you know it was that you had that moment it's like if you're not thinking for yourself someone else is thinking for you yep and whatever that thinking is is the outcome of your life so if you want to let someone else think for you chances are they're going to tell you exactly what you're going to do. And that's where um, the old, you know, yes, slavery is non-existent anymore. And I would argue that slavery is as prevalent as it ever has been. Um, debt is slavery mm. and America is in debt. We are slaves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. That like, you know, that yeah, obviously physical slavery, keeping people physically in chains is, is not a thing anymore. But with with financial slavery and keeping people locked up and mental slavery too, to a degree, where like if you're totally if you're the type of person that like, you know, really lets certain things and I'm not talking hey, about this. Aaron, every time I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's relevant. Every be. time I Every time I see a person driving in their car by themselves with a mask, <laughs> I'm no, I'm no longer like, I'm no longer like, oh my God, that is astonishingly stupid. I'm like that poor person, that yeah, they fucking just, poor person. They listen, Sorry to cut you off. No, no, totally fine. And, uh, but yeah, and, and what I'm getting at is not even necessarily exclusively about this new abortion law. It's just that like, if you lack the ability to have critical thinking and also Ben, I saw an Instagram post that really made me think about this today is that like, if you have a friend group too, where everybody agrees about everything all the time, like that's not healthy for you either. Like discourse is healthy. Being able to hear other points of view, being able to hear uh, conflicting viewpoints, being able to have somebody say to you, Hey, you're wrong. And this is why and listening to them, like, that's important. Like, it's important to have different perspectives in life because if you're with everybody that thinks exactly the same way as you all the time, 
you're just going to get even more convinced that you're right. It's confirmation bias. You're just more and more convinced that you're right. And you start to lose perspective on things outside the world. And you think that your perspective is the only one that matters. And at the end of the day, your perspective doesn't matter, period, let alone be the most important perspective that's out there. And I just think that as a society, we need to be able to go back to a time where, you know, if you're going to have discourse with somebody, it doesn't have to be hatred and vitriol and like, you know, you're an idiot and I'm smart and you're, you know, ugly and I'm really good looking. Like it doesn't have to be so polarizing. You know, you should be able to have a discussion with somebody, see their viewpoint and move on. Totally. And, and like, you know, the other thing, like we've, we've, we've said it before and it's like, there are 330 million people in America mm. But yet somehow there is one guy that we've, you know, like voted to put in charge of us or, or like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It's like yep. the whole, I mean, whatever the system's fucked, but the system just sucks. like, you can't, you can't fucking, we are, we are at a time in life where the, it's almost as if the people controlling the game are are just putting all these little things in people's brains to argue but it's like what if the fucking president of the united states can't fucking and i'm not i don't mean i don't mean joe biden i'm i'm talking any president the royal like president of the, united the royal president of the united states can't handle a fucking situation like what the fuck makes you think that Wanda from down the street is going to fucking figure it all out? Yeah. But now multiply Wanda times Karen and Irene and you have 150 million fucking people yeah. thinking they're, they're, they're doing something for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You're hundred percent right, man. Well, while simultaneously distracting them from their own lives and things that they should be right, focusing right. on. And like progressing. It's, it's the greatest setup of all time. It's unbelievable. It's the, it Let's is unbelievable. keep people arguing until literally they're in the grave. Yep. Okay. Well, They'll argue like for so, yeah. Yeah. Argue for so long that you just argue your life right away. Next thing you know, see you later. I mean, I, at one point did the math one year of your life on average based on average life expectancy is 1.25% of your life. So here we are going on to year, you know, full year two of COVID that's two and a half percent of your life wasted. If you haven't been proactive and like progressive, um, and actively trying to change your life. And, uh, and that's a shame if you just throw two and a half percent of your life away, because somebody tells you you should over a disease that you have a 99.98% chance of surviving. Uh, and it wouldn't have been a Sunday conversation episode if we didn't bring up COVID at some point in there. And I'm glad we snuck that in. And now is as good a time as any to bring her home. Episode 79 of the Sunday conversation podcast presented by loyalty liquors and pack leashes, sort of uh, use uh, promo code Sasha baby 20 on any of their products on their website to get 20% off uh, subscribe, rate, review, Check out our Instagram page at Sunday Conversation. I put out a new clip last week. I think I'm going to have another one coming this week. We're, we're ramping back up here. Um, while on our Instagram page, check out the link to our Patreon, which is in the bio of our Instagram. 
And uh, that's all I got. Benny, you got anything else? No, not at all. Okay, good. Great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you. Yeah.